Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That was quick. That was quick, right? Hi, everybody. Russell Ryan 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may have any time to put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our lovely, lovely channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Um, today's guest is Ray, who's he did a really, really quick, like, cushion under the so he was sort of I, I saw that it was very very quick well time how are we ray how are we man i'm good i'm good my tootsies are cold so I've got one on yeah. yeah mine are too my um my slippers are indoors i mean i i do this in the garage my slip i don't know why i didn't bring them out uh, i don't know they're like um they're like uggs i call them mugs male uggs or oh. They're proper booty. Oh, I tell you what, they're living the dream, my friend, living the dream. But it's all, I can get away with it as well because it looks like they look like almost like workman boots, but they're not. They're rugs. Yeah. I, I almost bought a pair. Yeah. And then, like, um, a couple of my girls, because I work at Kay Agni, they walked yeah. into the shop uh, at the same time as me. They see me picking them up and I look at them and they go, Ray, put them back. Oh, no. I was like, why they're great they're comfy they were like put them back they are. So, I can't buy them again. I was oh, made a made a critical error there right to be honest i mean we had um uh i was uh, chris chris skull was putting his own his insta the other day he bought some fake ones and um <laughs> <laughs> he's no market <laughs> i don't know he did them on like one of these you know like not wish but something like that and uh yeah, the fact that it came with a, a list of instructions of not what to show on the uh, on the sort of the 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 reviews. So he's like, "Do not show this logo here, or this logo here, or this logo here, because they're basically fake." Um, yeah, it's like, God, oh, fucking hell, oh dear. But he got some decent ones finally. So he got some mockers and ones that were quite nice. Anyway, welcome to Slipper Chat. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a new it's a new uh, new thing. It's a new area we should be pursuing. Slipper chat. I think, well, I'm not being funny. All the shows you do on bloody American Hammers Network, you could probably do another one and no one would know, would it? Exactly. Uh, and again, don't forget, two spanners, one hammer. Two spanners, one hammer. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With, with Walsh. I mean, I've done that one before when that was fun. That was a good fun. And uh, how are we, Ray? How are we in terms of this world we, world we live in now? Are you? Well, I'm up north, as you know, uh, based in Liverpool. Which is, you know, scarcer territory. I always worry I'll get robbed. I never no, I'm not joking. It's no. actually all right. <laughs> no, it's nice. I like Liverpool. I've always I liked actually, Liverpool. I know. I actually like Liverpool. I like but they can have the banner as well, they can take yeah. them in. Yeah, they give it as well as they as they take it. So that's nah, good fun. Lockdown, nothing to do, bored, stuck in home. Um, I don't know if you can see that's Liverpool City Centre. Okay, nice. Yeah, just waiting for it all to reopen now and i imagine when it will do obviously the old uh the old restaurants can be a bit busy because everyone want to go out and have something to eat won't it yeah um but 
I don't know if you know the concept of karaoke. It's more like drinking and dancing. Yeah. Um, so they're talking about us not being able to sell alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like no point. It's open. Yeah. Like you might, you might bankrupt some. There's, there's a lot of bar, bars that are struggling and that. Yeah. Um, they're going to be bankrupt, and you know, if we're lucky enough, we serve food as well, so we've got a brilliant kitchen. Um, so we might be able to, you know, just pay the bills we get by. Um, yeah. And as I said, Liverpool, Liverpool people are actually really good, and our landlord's a local Liverpool lad as well, and like he's sorted us basically well out with the rent and all that kind of stuff there's if he weren't as nice as what he was we'd be screwed but yeah, yeah, yeah. well i think i think it's i think it's time here and it's like you know where people who help each other out now it's going to come back in kind later on in life in it and later on in it so you know if you know oh, i helped you out now and so i think it's i think it's right that they should be helping you guys out because otherwise you know, if you guys folded they'd be effed they wouldn't be able to get a, another bloke in another, another place in will they to cover that so so yeah that's no, all good man it's nice Where, whereabouts is coyote ugly in, in compared to i don't know like liverpool one for example so um we're literally just down the road from liverpool one we oh, cool. are on the same street as um, Liverpool Central train station. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're just up the road on Bowl Street. So if you look at the uh, church at the top of the hill, we're like halfway up. Okay. Um, opposite Greg's. So always useful. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm well with the girls at Greg's because they sort me out every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, a little, little sausage roll here, sausage roll there. That's yeah. what I like. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe you feel fruity. You go for, I don't know, a sausage and bean melt. Nah, nah, nah. It's mainly a steak, mate. Normally steak a steak, bake. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was really impressed with that. So when I was in, I think I went to Iceland the other day and they had like all the Greg's stuff in there. And it was, it was, well, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Pastry Watch. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, it's all exactly we just do anything but talking about like, let's talk about west ham obviously you know thankfully despite the fact that you know you're a bit bored and um the restaurant and the hospitality business is on its ass and things like that yeah we west ham are not which is a great thing yeah <laughs> it is a real good thing it is it's one of those things where i, I you know it's, it's it's small mercies that that's the way i sort of count it and you know small victories and the fact that you know we're not in God, could you imagine if we had like last season's season now? It'd yeah. been like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I'd, I don't, I don't think I'd cope. Honestly, I don't think I'd cope. It's the one thing we don't have to worry about now, which is lovely. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things now, I think, with West Ham where, you know, it's funny, it was ridiculous the other day, like we, that Liverpool and the Liverpool Man City game was on. And I was like, oh, that's a good result for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you <laughs> What a season we're having when we're complaining that you know, or we're we're happy that Liverpool uh losing against Man City, and we're like, yeah, we're up there. Come on, Champions League. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good, man. It is good, and it's just like I just it's yeah. And obviously, we had the, we had the, the shitter with the FA Cup the other day, but I think now you know, back to one game a week. I think it's going to suit us now, don't you? I think we've had so much, so many football games. I just think we've gone a bit like fatigued that's 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 what i saw it looked like we got you know we need like a week's rest now each game so hopefully who knows man who knows where do you think we'll finish right at the end of the season where do you think i don't know i'm kind of nervous because of like the news of bonner's out four weeks now isn't he something like that yeah yeah but i'm, I'm i mean the center back position i'm not as fussed about it to be honest because i think we've yeah. got enough cover but you know if you if you know if you where, where do you predict we're going to start doing this now. Where do you predict we're going to be at the end of May? I think, I think six. I, I, I want to yeah. say six. I want to say a comfortable six. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I hope we end up there. I hope we end up at six because, like, it's it will say what kind of season that we had. I'm just a bit concerned that it's going to be one of them seasons where, you know, we're flying high, we're buzzing, mm. and then we get out of the FA Cup. And then we start dripping their performances you know people getting tired injured you know it's worrying because that squad is so thin in certain areas mm. of need um you know that that rice or suit check goes and we i don't think noble will be able to do it as much you know as much as i love noble yeah i don't think 
I mean, I think, you know, I think Noble's role, and actually, I don't even think, it, I think, you know, everyone says, oh, he's got one season left. Or, I think he's got a couple of seasons if he plays this sort of 15, 20 minute, you know, close, the closing man, you know, the guy who, you know, like in a, like the old restaurant bar business, the guy who comes <laughs> in towards the end and does all the closing and, and shuts all the, the glass washer down. And, you know, it, that's yeah. their job. And I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be Mark Noble's job, to be honest. And I don't think he'll do Mark, a bad job. Mark Noble or the pot washer. <laughs> pot washer. Oh, God, yeah, the pot washer, glass collector. Oh, yeah. Glass Don't forget to drain it down and leave, obviously, yeah. undone. And you can say I used to work at a restaurant. Yeah. And so, yeah, don't forget to leave it all down to air dry overnight. Um, and no, I think so. And I think, I think sixth is achievable. You know, I was looking at, I was looking at where we are now. So we're 39 points, the same as we were last year for the whole season. Um, and I reckon there's still about a good 20, 25 points we can get by the end of the season. So, I mean, last year, I think six, 59 was sixth. I think Spurs are 59th or something like that was sixth. Yeah. Or sixth or sixth or 59th. So, yeah, I reckon sixth. Sixth, I think that'd be phenomenal compared to last season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know, for me now, for me now, it's not necessarily where we finish this season. And I sound so wanky, but it's where we finish next season is what I'm bothered about now. Because, like, this season, you know, we'll, we'll be at least 10th this season, you know, and, and that's a fantastic up, you know, hopefully it'll be sixth, and, but between sixth and 10th will be, but next season's the season I'm worried about because like every year we have, when we have a good season, we have three crap seasons yeah. in it. So, you know, before this season, the, the, the best season after before then would have probably been the last season of the bowling, I'd imagine. Um, so we'll see. In Moyes, we trust, Ray. In Moyes, we trust. I know. And I weren't a fan of Moyes at the start, and I must admit, you know, there's still elements that I question and yep, yeah, sure. But how far has West Ham come when we're almost relegated last season to complaining that we might finish sixth this season? It's crazy exactly. to think But you gotta love it. You gotta love it, and I think it's and that's like when when the whole transfer window came and went and you came and went, so to speak, and everyone's like, Oh my god, but it's like last season we were desperate for players to keep us up um and obviously Suchek and Boeing came in and basically saved our season yeah. this year we want players to improve our league position and it's a different mindset so it's like oh my god you know it's not it's annoying that we haven't got but I'd rather this invest the money in the summer if that's what Moyes wants to do and you know he's and I was talking to a guy yesterday actually about it and Moyes isn't like he hasn't got his head in the sand he knows Antonio's hamstrings are like you know mm. rubber or no well, the opposite, you know, well, they're, something, they're, they're very loose. Um, so he knows that's the risk. So he's got some, uh, my assumption is that there, there's a there's a plan B and C in his head. And hopefully we'll yeah. see, we'll see <laughs> plan C. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not too fussed. We haven't got the striker in that everyone thought we needed to get. I'd rather get the one he wants in the summer because he's done well with the guys he's brought in, you know. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing, does old Moisey. And that's why you and me are sitting here doing this. And he's at Rush Green training the first team. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And I'm the same as you. Like a lot of uh, people have been moaning about um, not getting a striker in in the January transfer window. Yeah, and like, I'm like, okay, I understand it because like they want us to finish as high as we possibly can. And sure. um, you know, it may be a case that you know, if we've got someone in, we might you know, God forbid, get in the Champions League. Now, I don't, I don't realistically think that's a, a guarantee, but, you know, the hopes is there. Where I find out that if we can get the right striker in a January transfer window, uh, sorry, in the summer transfer window, yeah, don't cost us, like, the ends of the earth. And we, because I'm also concerned about, you know, the ageing players that we've already got. You know, yeah. again... Yeah. We, we need someone else in central midfield, you know, either to replace Suchek or Rice or to back them up yeah. and, you know, push them onto moving up to that next level. Um, yeah. And, you know, left back is still kind of an issue with me, but then you see Ben Johnson playing really well. And I'm like, oh, well, Johnson has yours to take. It is. So, it is. And I think, I think also, I think, you know, when you look at the team, it's like, you know, we were all going, oh, let's get in, I don't know, Diego Costa or, you know, or, or Giroud. And that, that's what we used to do. That was old West Ham, you know, spend a lot of money on a player who's not, I'll say he's going to probably go out before he's signing tomorrow, but, you know, 
spend a lot of money on wages and signing on fees for players who are past it, you know, and actually that's not West, that's not us anymore now. We're hungry. We, we, we get players from, you know, the Czech leagues or, or from the championship who are hungry. And, and that's, I think, the right success, the right recipe for success for West Ham. You know, get hungry players in who are going to fight for the shirt because that's what we ask for, really, isn't it? Someone who's going to just put the shirt on and have a go all the time, not going to be, you know, complacent with, with effort and stuff. And, you know, the guys he's brought in, you can't, you know, you can't fault their effort, you know. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's Dragon, exciting, though, isn't it? It's exciting, though. I must, must admit. Dragon, he's going to get one or two strikers in January, in the summer, so. Who knows? I think he's. I. I, I think he's. I, personally, I think he wants the guy from Sevilla, uh, Seville rather. Um, you know the L. I can't remember his name, yeah. but I've been watching him a lot since, and he does seem to fit that mold in terms of pacey and will just hound defenders and do a lot of chasing and chase down the lines. He does seem like that type. Of, I like him. I also like the guy from Brentf- Brentford, um, yeah. Tony. I think he's a good shout. And I think the fact that we've given them. You know, Winston Reed on loan, and we've just given them 28, 30 million pounds six months early as well. Then we said we're going to give it to them. Might help. Might help. <laughs> Might help, <laughs> innit? <laughs> <laughs> we, we screwed them over in, in the summer, really, to be honest, in the summer transfer window. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've given it six months. I didn't think about it till now, but we've given them that money six months early as well. So that might help. You know, they get a bit more money in the old interest payments and stuff. It might help come, you know, if they don't go up, you know, in the summer, then we might get Tony. And I think he's a good player. And I, I think Armstrong at Blackburn, I think, you know, there's, there's two or three which are really good. But we'll see what happens. Moyes knows. Moyes, as, as he knows, he said what's, what's happening. So in terms of who he wants to go for, we hope so. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, you, you not talk about all that stuff anyway on your shows. All yeah, the modern, <laughs> That's what you do, on, you know, you know, on Hammer the Point or whatever. Yeah. What is it about American Hammers Network that most of the shows are run by English people? I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. And even the ones that are not not in the UK are still English as well with Adam and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. actually, I was on Adam's show yesterday. I was on Hammer's Shots yesterday, which was quite fun. Uh, semi-final, we're through to, the, I'm through to the final, me versus Rob Banks. Nice. Get in. Poor Dan. I felt so sorry for Dan, though. He was he was he was very crestfallen by the end. Um, yeah, bless him. I did sort of. <laughs> I was in the zone. I was like in the zone. I felt really bad. It was Hangman, you know. I'd get Ian Dowie straight away. You know, it's like yeah, boom, <laughs> believe boom. it, boom, boom, boom. But no, I, I love all that stuff. It's great, and I, and I think you know, obviously you know you, you did the hammers, the hammer, the hammer the point stuff, and and I said you know two two um two hammers, one spanner, whatever. So have I can't remember. Sorry, Charlie, yeah. the name of it, but. It, it's great because you know you interact with all the american guys and you know you really have an appreciation of how big our fan base is outside of the uk mm. um it is massive isn't it it is oh, huge huge like you think about it, we've even got fans in new zealand yeah, like one, yeah, of my, yeah. one of my um pop boys who went traveling he was just like oh i know a few west Ham fans in new zealand i was like Crazy, and then you remember like they went out with Rinse and Reed and done the tour around New Zealand, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and you know, the history of West Ham Club, you know, Green Street and all that, it brings on a lot of fans, That's you right. know, like, I, you know, it does, it works, so it does, it does, but uh, yeah, Green Street is, is surprising, particularly for American hammers, it seems, as, as you know, it's sort of. You know, he had lots of lots of American hammers on on the show. You know, the Fresno Irons, and you know, and Jason from Chicago, and David, and and obviously Lee and Tim, and all them lot. And yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? It's funny how why people pick West Ham because some people have, have generally, you know, just picked West Ham. You know, they had to pick a team and they picked West Ham. Like like Justin picked West Ham because he's a Cubs fan and the Cubs were one fuck all, and then. And, West Ham is wrong, fuck all. It's like brilliant. I love it. Or or um or Katie, you know, the Philly, you know, she picked yeah. because similar sort of blue collar club and yeah, it's brilliant. It's really and I've I had this appreciate never had an appreciation of our fan base outside of Essex, really. Essex and London to be fair, until starting to do this. And um yeah, mass- absolutely massive. She's brilliant. But you, Ray, um the first question I ask, uh, the 18 minutes in, that's a new record. Come um, on. question one is 
Why are you a hammer, mate? What's your story? What's your origin story if you was an Avenger? So, uh, I don't know if I've... Fr- yeah. Um, I, I'm originally from Dagenham. Yeah. So, local lad, down the road. Uh, my stepdad uh, was a hammer. My granddad was a hammer. Most of my family were hammers. So, like, all school friends, West Ham fans, you know. I, I didn't have a choice, really. It was just DNA. <laughs> And uh, do you know what? I don't mind it. So, like, yeah. I kind of loved it. Um, so I remember, like, first time kicking a ball around when I was, like, in my infant school. Like, and just, like, bit of talking about all the players then. Like, just crazy. Trying, trying to do little tricks when you're, like, about six years old as a footballer. Not being able to do it with, a, with the soft, spongy balls back in the day. Oh, yeah. The, the, the balls you could almost, you could stand on. Um, yeah. And then if it was really wet, yeah. and you got one of those in the face, or oh, oh, oh good, nasty, <laughs> it was horrible. And then the, you'd get bits falling off it, and like it's usually yeah. they were usually blue and yellow, weren't they? And so you'd have like a ball which was like that with like a massive divot in it, which was just yeah. someone's ripped it <laughs> out. <off. laughs> Oh, yeah, they'd, they'd go to get it and it'd squash through their hands and they'd just be covered in water. They'd be like, oh, oh dear. Oh, well, the great days. Um, so, yeah, so if obviously, you know, it's, it's all geographical and, and family. And and we were yeah. just chatting beforehand. Um, you you, were, you sort of were reminiscing and you were going back and watching your, your first game you saw, which yeah. was West Ham Wrexham. Yeah, in the FA Cup in 1992, I believe. Living the dream. Living the dream. And, um, yeah, like I, I was watching it, and I was looking at the uh, the Wrexham player. I can't remember his name. But he looks like one of the cartoon characters that I've seen. I can't remember. He's got, like, long hair. He's, like, short. Oh, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Uh, <laughs> he was one of their best players. I can't remember his name. But he looked like uh, he's a cartoon character. I can't remember the cartoon. But, anyway, no, yeah. mind. But, um, Wear pants. You carry on. Yeah, they're the characters that we used to have back in the day, you know, brilliant, amazing. <laughs> and it's like, and it's one of those things when, you know, as you said, you were, you were only a young top really then. Um, and then that's it, you know, once you're in, you're in with these things, isn't it? So I haven't met anyone who said, oh, it's my first game. It was all right. I didn't bother going back. Everyone's once they're in the hooks, and obviously, for you, you know, youngster going to this game, so many, you know, you said there's about 25,000 people there, probably 2025. You probably never seen that many people in in one space, you know. And I forget how scary that must be for a kid going into this environment. You know, we're used to it now. Well, you're not, not used to it now because there's fuck all. We can, there's no one at the ground anyway, though, above me. But <laughs> you sort of you get used to seeing sixty thousand people in that London Stadium like it's nothing. That's a huge yeah. amount of people watching watching a team. Um, and also, you're right. kid, um, I went up my first game. I it was all standing, wasn't it? So sure. No yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I went with, like, my um, cousin and her partner. Uh, and they got me a ticket. It was only, like, £5, I think, back in the day. It was so yeah. cheap. Crazy, because it's FA Cup. And because uh, I was so small, like, I couldn't really see. So, they were like, oh, go down the front. Just We're keeping an eye on you. Just wave at us and then just stay there until the end. So, I was like, come on, come on, come on. Only time. Yeah. right to the front and just stood all there. Um, and this is what I used to love about West Ham is because they're friendly – um, the stewards there and all the people around us, they were like, oh, go on, go on, get to the front. And I yeah, said to yeah, the stewards, yeah. I think it was in the second half, I was like, oh, can I jump up and just sit on there? And they, and they literally was like, as long as you sit there, don't move, don't try and run on the pitch. Just sit there, you can behave yourself and do it. And like me, I, and they allowed me to do it. So like me and a couple of the other kids done it as well. And that's what they used to love. They, they just let you do that as long as you behaved yourself and didn't take the mic. Yeah. It, was a, it was a friendly atmosphere. Crazy, isn't it, when you think about it? It's like when we had, like, obviously the, the world we live in now, unfortunately, and it's like, you know, like letting your kid go down the front with, you know, the, all these people you don't know. Um, it's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, I'd never let my, my, my daughter's eight, and it's like, God, if I leave her within, you know, like an arm's length, it'll be like I, I couldn't do it. It's, 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 it's horrible how the world's changed like that, isn't it, in terms of that, but... Yeah. As you said, it was like, and also as a young kid, you know, hearing like swear words and stuff like that, you know, it might be the first time you could properly swear and get away with it, really, without anyone hearing. Um, that's what I used to love about going to the football. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember once we took one of we took we took one of, we took one of my brother's mates one day. I remember, and um, and he was the first game, and everyone was like, "Oh, the referees," and all that. And then it, it all just went. Unless he went quiet, he shouted out, "Wanker!" And everyone literally stopped and just. <laughs> just went completely red oh matt prike he's probably watching oh it was so funny so so funny but I, that's but that's a that's what football was all about then wasn't it and that's what football is all about i think you know you do the do the shows obviously you know we watch you do the you know you do the mods for charlie and stuff and and the watch alongs and that's fantastic but it's that interaction it's that you know, meeting your mates for a pie and it's going on the boats, Gonzo's with the Gonzo and Geo or supporters clubs. And I think that's the thing which people have missed considering they've been going. I mean, some people been going for 50, 60 years and for the last year they haven't gone. Yeah. And I think it's such a huge part of people's lives. I mean, you know, more than I mean, obviously we interview lots of people. West Ham plays a really significant part in a lot of people's lives. And, you know, the sooner we can all get back and start having a giggle and, Forgetting, not even really bothered about the result. It's about going out before and after, and win or lose, go on the booze. You know, it's um, it's it's a, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. But I mean, people are trying. You know, I mean, as you said, you know, with the shows and things like that, everyone gets together, and you know, and it's at least there's some sort of banter going around, and that's that's what people really really miss. <laughs> Yeah. But there's there's this buzz. There is a buzz. I mean, you, you go on the watch-alongs, and the last sort of six months, particularly, there's been this buzz around West Ham, and and you know everyone wants to jump on and and talk, and you know lots more people are starting up YouTube channels and podcasts. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah I, I think it's great though. I love it. I think it's really interesting, and everyone wants there's everyone wants to listen to other people's opinions and stuff, and um. And I just think, you know, <laughs> and the fact is because we're winning. I don't think if we were winning or doing so well, there'd be so much interest in West Ham at the moment. But hey, hey, ho, as you said, you know, you've early 90s, long suffering fan, you know, plenty of relegations and promotions. And uh, and what I like, Ray, is you, your, your time, the way you, when you started was similar to my, my starting period. So it's like we had sort of similar reference points, which is great. Um, and as you said, once you're in, you're hooked, isn't it? And then that's it. You're done. You're done in, man. I mean, you get up at three. I don't know what time. Yeah, midnight. Whether to do a bloody American Amazon show, innit? That's that takes commitment, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, lucky enough because my job, I, and I was up that not late. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four o'clock in the morning, and like in my whole history of my career, I've always been a night owl more than a day yeah. owl. Yeah. Yeah, I Crazy. suppose you. Yeah, it doesn't. Don't sound so noble about it now, mate. To be honest, you could have just oh. like, yeah, I know. It's like I set my alarm. You know, <laughs> now it's like, well, I'm actually, I'm up, I'm up anyway. I'm up anyway. So yeah, what else to do? So <laughs> it's harder now though during lockdown because like I'm up earlier now because I'm not at yeah. work. So but yeah, I still try and make it. Try and bring the noble back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just trying to you, 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 you sort of grasping at straws. To be honest, to be honest, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, just saying. Right. Um, yeah, and obviously since then, you know, and 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 what what got you involved in the, all the the YouTube side? You know, what what, what was what was the catalyst? Do you remember going? Oh, I'm going to start doing stuff around YouTube. Right. So I I, I um. I, I was just watching, what was it? Um, I used to watch the three hours back in the day. Like, yeah. I just like, I, I don't know where it was, but I just saw something on YouTube and I was like, oh, let's have a look at that. And mm. I started watching three hours. I quite liked it. And um, and that, they were a good bunch. And I really, yeah. then I started watching, um, who's the ginger guy that don't do it anymore? What's his name? Oh, I used to, just, oh, what's his name? Uh, hammer, um, uh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, so yeah. annoying. I, I, yeah, I want to say hammer, it's not hammer, hammer talk, hammer and oh, hammer and hammer. nail, it's something like that, isn't it? Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, 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 he doesn't yeah. do it anymore. No, he doesn't do it anymore. I, I, I really liked ease because it was quite funny at the time, yeah. and then I started um, watching um, Cup of Tea. We've yeah. gone to Algeria, and that's where I started was getting really into it and watching it every time I had a, a show on. Um, and then um, I was watching American Hammers one one time, and I got a message saying, "Do you want to come on the show? Do you want to do it?" So I was like, 
Og så med, man laver overfaste karakter, og så ja, det er blevet fun, og not working out, så er det det, og det er Tim messaged me about doing a show, and I was just like, yeah, let's do it. Um, or not doing a show, but coming on, joining the shows, and doing on chat, and then he asked me if I'd do my own show. Um, so I kind of just done it, and like, I thought I'd just get used to it with that. So, and then Charlie, uh, Gio asked me, I met Gio and uh, Nikki, um, they come down to Cody, we had a fantastic night, and then uh, Gio said, do you want to come and do a show with us? on uh, our Patreon's page. I was like, yeah, because I, I like Charlie. I got well with him during the American Hammers. So, yeah, let's do it. Come on, let's get on Brilliant. there. Brilliant. I love We're it. Part of the YouTube family now. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It all just like, had, it is like, it is a bit like, it is like a family, isn't it, really? Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a, you know, as you said, particularly, you know, everyone has their own little facts. Obviously, American Hammers family, and you have the Hammers chat family, and the West Ham fan team, and Iron United, and everyone has their own little families. It's lovely. And I'm, I'm a single parent, so I'm on my own. Uh, <laughs> I'm just on my own. Sometimes my daughter gets involved if she wants, <laughs> if she wants some Robux or something like that. She'll get involved for five minutes. Um, no, but it's great. Isn't it? I, I, I love it. I love just sitting there chatting about West Ham and listening to people talking about it. It's great. Everyone has a different opinion, and you like listening to different opinions. And that's why. That's yeah. why I think this. That's why I think there's so many because West. There's always something to talk about West Ham. That's why there's so many West Ham YouTube channels. Um, I, I. I don't think there's. I, I don't know what. I don't know, uh, Southampton people talk, Southampton fans talk about. I don't, I can't see there being too many Southampton YouTube channels. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's always something to talk about West Ham. And I think it's brilliant. That's why I love it, man. Um, right. Okay. Let's, let's move on and talk about the Hammers 11. Cause I think this is going to be interesting. So obviously everyone we have on the channel, um, bar, uh, Harry Redknapp, Ian Bishop and Nigel Riacoga, um, gave their 11. So from the from the fans' perspective, the idea is you pick an eleven from the people that you are alive to see play. So yeah. otherwise, everyone would have put Bobby Moore in their team, and unfortunately, less and less people saw Bobby Moore play. So um, you can pick whoever you want, whatever criteria you want doesn't matter. But you have to be alive to see them play. That's it. Simples. It's, it's that easy. He says. Um, right. Okay. So uh, let's start off between the sticks. Who will be in goal for Raymundo eleven? Right. So. I've I've seen a few of our keepers, and yeah, we've had some great keepers. Yeah, you know, Green. You've had a Hislop, who almost made the team. Yeah, David James, because you know some of them pl- players are really good, but he, he weren't the best. But he was my best, and that's Ludo McClosco. I loved him. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, he was he was he was the keeper when you. I mean, you know, for years. For your first, your early, your formative years of being a West Ham fan, Ludo was the keeper, wasn't he? Ludo, keeper, and he just had a he had the song. He was, you know, he was he was a foreign player, so again, quite unusual for for the for us um, and 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 for, and for the and for football. You know, there wasn't a, a wealth of foreign based players there, and he was just just there. Was he was there for ages? He just seemed to be in goal for West Ham for years, yeah, years yeah. and years and years. I don't think he, I don't remember ever seeing a game back then when he wasn't playing. He was always yeah. just constantly playing. And I actually love it. And, and again, going back to the FA Cup thing, I remember the chicken run all shouting, Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. And yeah, just, you get a little, I got a little ghost bumps already doing it. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. It's true. And you just smile when you think of Ludo, don't you? You just yeah. smile. He's one of those players just made you smile. Okay, Ludo's in goal. Good start. All right, okay. Let me write that down because I'll forget. Okay, Ludic McClosco, he comes from near Prague. Um, that's how it should have sung. Um, right, okay, Ludo's in goal. Uh, right, okay, let's go, let's let's go, let's go left back. I think left back might be quite an easy one for you as well, knowing your time period. Um Raz Van Rats, of course. Um <laughs> okay, so it, it's gotta be crap. No, it's not really cross Uh <laughs> ask me. Julian Dix. There's no other man apart from Dicko, you know. Uh, and I, I, remember, I remember, like, um, just going to see him in the games. He was hard. He was doing a crunch tackles. And, like, when, when I was playing it back in school, we had a kid who we always used to call Dicko because uh, he's still the slow attack. He was, like, a short, stocky guy back in the day. 
uh, just taking people out. And we just love that. And, and that's what Junior Dix is. And I remember shouting at Andy Gray at TV on Sky Sports once. Yeah, he didn't mean to do that. Why is he being sent off? <laughs> Exactly, and uh, and obviously now you styled your hair on him, so it's 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 you know. Didn't have much choice. I know, I know, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, but he was. I mean, Julian's great. Obviously, we've had him on the channel as well, and he to a lot of people in Arsenal generation, he was he was their idol. Um, no, you know, yeah, he was their yeah, that's right, he was their idol. Um, yeah, I mean, I know obviously your game, your Wrexham game. I think I think Morley scored and Julian, so he yeah. was on the first goals you saw score. Same as me, he, he, Julian was the first person I saw score at West Ham, um, and yeah, it's Julian Dix, isn't it? It's yeah. just Julian Dix. Um, the story's all true about him as well, you know, in terms of how he never trained and his warm up would be sitting in a bath with his shorts on and his shoes on and drinking a litre and a half of coke and then go and uh, play ninety minutes. Yeah. Amazing, Crazy. amazing play. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. I loved him. Yeah, yeah loved him. we did. We love Julian. Right, okay, we'll put Julian on the left back. Let's go. Let's go right back. He'll be on the right back position. See, I found this one. This was the hardest position for me to pick. Yeah. Um, and I end up going with Glenn Johnson in the other in the end. Um, I know he was only with us for one season, but I have this feeling you'll, you'll get to see this as my team gets yeah said it's like i love i love the youth players coming through our system i I can't it's nothing more satisfying for me to see you know players coming through the ranks and you know as you see by the team i've got if we kept them players at that time who knows where we'd be right now we would be it's craziness but yeah it was glenn johnson just picked it um for me yeah that's it yeah, no, uh, yeah, totally get that, and and I think he was he was on his plays. You know, that that time of, the, of of West Ham sort of history, so to speak, where you had you know these this this phenomenal conveyor belt of of young players come through the academy with with the sort of dread in the background that how long have we got until he has to be sold? Do you know what I mean? We had like Rio and him and Frank and Joe and Carrick and da 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 Jermaine, all these players like yeah, he's brilliant. How long yeah. have we got with him? And it's horrible. Yeah. And it's sort of how we think a little bit about Declan at the moment in that he's an amazing player, but in the back of our head, we're thinking, I don't think he's going to be here forever. And it's a horrible feeling, but it's, uh, it, it, that's why you have to enjoy these players when they play for your club, because you can't wait. You can't think about that. Cause I think, I think Glenpro only played about, I don't know, 20, less than 20 games for us. I think before he was off ski, um, and he went on loan to Millwall as well, which people forget as well. So, uh, but yeah, no, Glenn Johnson, top bloke, top bloke. Definitely agree with that. Right. Okay. We'll put Glennie in. Let me write that down. So we've got a uh, Dixie on the left, Glennie on the right. First center half. Who we got? Who we got? Right. So I, I, I love this guy. He was one of the best defenders that I ever saw live. In my opinion, I just loved him. And that was Alvin Martin. I just love Alvin him. Martin. A, a girl, another like hard hitting defender, uh, and I used to love that. I remember, I can't remember what game it was, but um, I remember him getting a cut on his head, and he it was like a Terry Butcher's kind of style that he had. <laughs> he was just soldiering on, and I, I used to love it. Yeah, got nowhere, but we don't care. Yeah, Alvin, Alvin, man. and again, he's like one of those players. You know, you think, you know, I think if you looked at the beginning of his career, he was like he'd come down from, come down from Merseyside, and you know he. He was like young, um, but then he sort of stayed at the club and became a legend and still lives around the area and was yeah. like an adopted cockney, isn't he? We, I mean he's his grandson goes to my daughter's school. So sometimes he does the he does the old school run, um, which is always bizarre to see. Um it's Alvin Martin. <laughs> I loved about uh, last season and it was the moment of the season was him and his son just hugging yeah. and you know Oh, man of the match performance that you put in oh, in, the, in the sticks. I, I, that, that's the kind of thing that I loved about West Ham back in the day is them, them little moments because we don't get many, let's be honest. No. Moments like that, you know, moments when we beat Man United or moments when we, we, we stop them from winning the championship. It's, it's crazy. I mean, he's one of those ones as well, you know, Alvy Martin. At first, it's crazy to think that was last year. 
I know. Do you know what I mean? Someone mentioned that. Oh, remember when we have Roberto in goal? I said, oh, yeah, it's a couple of years. That was last year. Like, the world has gone so crazy. Last season that happened, it was mental. But, uh, yeah, that was just like, that was great on, you know, a personal level for him and his son. It was great on a you know, professional level, the fact that his son got his dream to play in the Premier League. And then the West Ham level as well. The fact is, yeah. it's, a, it's a legend watching his son play playing a blinder as well as well for against Chelsea it was just one of those moments which will be played again and again and again in 15 20 years time won't it because it's epitomized yeah. West Ham and what it meant to some people um right okay let's put Alvin Alvin Martin in who's he going to partner Ray, in the centers uh maybe no surprise but Rio Rio again another youth prospect coming through the ranks um I used to love Rio and yeah, it was the same when I was watching. Um, Glenn Hoddle was talking about Rio back in the day when he was playing under Harry, and yeah. I, he was saying how he was talking to Rio about getting a ball and bringing it out from the back. And there was a couple of times for West Ham when he'd done it, and he's literally running through the whole team and they had a couple of shots on target. I was just like, I used to love that. And I think I feel like we kind of lost. Again, I think this was some of our other youth players. We kind of lost some of their the sparkle with how they developed and stuff. You know, yeah, we're on to win championships upon championships and titles on titles. And um, but I just them little things that West Ham could have had. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, box, brilliant. I, I know that. what you mean. I know what you mean. He sort of like he lost that. I see. Obviously, yeah, we can't <laughs> you can't criticize his career. He's had an incredible career, but yeah. um, he. <laughs> He lost, you know, he didn't, I think going to Man United, I mean, at Leeds he didn't lose it, but I think Man United, Fergie was like, you're a defender, defend. And that's what you lost. I think if he had that sort of coming forward, you know, he, he was going to be the next Bobby Moore, wasn't he? And the next sort of, you know, Barese and that type of player, you would have put him in that bracket because he had that ability. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, who, who, who are we to judge? The man had an incredible career, but. It would have been nice. We brought it out a bit more. Um, right, okay, there we go. So we've got goalkeeper back four. Let's go midfield. Let's go uh let's go left midfield. Left midfield. Well, I've got I've gone for attacking wingers, not really left nice. midfield. Nice. But do you want to do centre mid first? Go on, let's do centre mid first. Go on. Right. So again, number two youth players. I'll give you the first one. Michael Carrick. I love yes. Michael. Um, and there's a couple of other things that I used to love about. Michael Carrick. The fact that he signed a new contract with West Ham, even though we got relegated. Yep. Um, uh, and in, I think he turned down the Newcastle um, job. Um, Sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I might be wrong, so forgive me if I am. But I just remember he turned down um, going to Newcastle, his boy club, to stay at West Ham because we got relegated. And he didn't want to leave us in a lurch at that point. And for that, like I used to love I, I loved him for that forever. Yeah. And I, I was always excited to see him play the long balls as well, because he, he could do a diagonal pass quite smoothly and definitely. Oh, yeah. And no, He's no, one of, he was one of those players who I mean, I never saw Trevor Brookin play, but what when people talk about Trevor Brookin, you know, he wasn't the quickest player, um, but he always had time. He always just made time, and and Carrick was the same. You know, he just made time. I didn't, I, I can't remember him. I'm sure he did, but I can't remember him sort of, you know, getting caught too often on the ball. Um, he was one of those players who, everywhere he's gone, he, the team he's just left have never replaced him really. So he never replaced him. Tottenham never replaced him. Man United never replaced him. Um, one of those players, I think, which gets, I call them, I call them the seven out of ten players. You know what I mean? So it's like he'll always get seven out of ten, yep. and therefore people will forget about him because he's got seven out. Of 10. You know, I call it the Tim Breaker approach. So yep. everyone forgets about Tim Breaker, but he was he was brilliant for us. But he was seven out of ten every game. He wasn't an eight. He wasn't a nine. He wasn't a four. He was seven. So he was just there. Um, but yeah, that Mickey Carrot was great, wasn't he? He was great. And again, he should have got more, a lot more England caps. That's for sure as well. Um, okay, so we got we got Mickey Carrick in the in the middle. Who who else is going to be in the middle? Anyway, Declan Rice can't be anyone De else for me. Declan Rice, let me find old Decky boy. There he is, Declan. Tell me about Declan Rice if you don't know already. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I, again, another youth prospect to come through there. The fact that he got rejected from Chelsea, come to us, and then just build his career out from there. You know, um, I, I could, you know, I, I remember um, the time when he ducked his head un, under the ball and it, Joe Hart was in goal and it, it went past Joe Hart and into the back of the net. I could see his frustration and angry with himself. <laughs> it devastated. And like, I, I, I was more endeared to him because I used to love that. And yeah. like, just the way he's come back from that and he's grown, he's processed. Oh, yeah, I actually really love David. So I love, I love the fact that I love the fact that he just there's no hairs and graces about Declan Rice. Yeah. You know, if he's if he's really pissed off with the result, you'll see it in his face. If he's really happy, you'll see it in his face. And the way he interviews and stuff like that, it's so refreshing to see that. Because oh, sorry, it's so refreshing to see that because people usually are so shit scared not to uh, yeah to be oh yeah we've had a great game and the boys played well. Blah, blah. Declan is just like if he's happy, he's happy. If he's, he's buzzing, you know. And there's something really special about that. I think yeah, um, especially yeah. when he comes dancing and when yeah. he got. Yeah, by Mason Mount, and, oh. and when he went down the pub and saw the West Ham fans, just little things like that just makes it makes you blossom to him. Oh, I mean, we we were talking before we started about you know the old school and the, so he said the Moncurs and be, and yeah. there's there's a bit about Declan I think in that in the, the fact that he's genuine. Yeah, and I think we you know football now is so uber professional that anyone with personality you don't get a personality in football now, yeah. and the ones that do get vilified, you know, so like Greenish, Greenish is a cocky little shit. But you look, I've heard, I've interviewed Moncur, I've interviewed some, and they were cocky little shits. Um, yeah. but they were cheeky, cocky, you know, they were, you know. Yeah. So I think Dex got a bit of that sort of old school charm about him. And, you know, the fact that he's 22 or whatever, 21, 22, you know, there was no, there's no marks out at the team. Dex going to be captain. You know, he's, he's 21 years old, man. You know, he's like, he's got like, yeah, uh, Fabianski. He must have man. He must have captain Poland. Balbuena was Corinthians captain. You know, we had, you know we've had some some big players there, yep. and Dex a captain, and we haven't batted an eyelid. Just, just I find it astounding, absolutely astounding, how young he is, man, and just how much. I, I, I think we've just scraped the surface. I think there's so much more of him to come. Yes. I don't get. I don't understand what other fans don't see that we do. Because, do you know what? I was thinking the same thing the other day, and then I was talking to a Villa fan, and they were saying, you know, that Jack Grealish is the best thing since sliced bread. And because we see it week in, week out, ninety minutes, we know how good Declan Rice is. They only see yeah. match of the day. We only see match of the day with Aston Villa and 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 Grealish and the bad bits, and maybe the good bits, but usually the bad bits. I think that's the same with Declan Rice. Um, we he's again he's one of these players who does a lot of work that doesn't get put on the highlights reel. Um, and yeah, we we know how good he is as a player. We know how good he is. But it happened with Julian, Julian Dix. You know, same same thing. You know, it's just it's it's your your players. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's, it's a frustration that people don't appreciate the fact that he's probably one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Well, he's one of the best midfielders in the Premier League, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely, no doubt. And him and Suchek are arguably the best, the best centre centre midfield pairing in the Premier League at the moment. Can't yeah, one better, yeah. Um, okay, okay. So put Carrick and Rice. That's a tasty midfield. Those two. Um, let's let's go. Go on. You, you go. Who's next? Who's next? Right. Go on. You pick, man. Let's go attacking midfield before we start on the strike force because I quite go I on love So attacking midfield, Frank Lampard for me. Another Thank again, God. another youth prospect that come through, and like. I was, I was so supportive of Frank. And I know a lot of fans got on his back because of Ari Redknapp and Frank Lampard. Yeah. And I, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand it, why they hated him so much. Because um, every time I saw him play, I thought I thought he was playing really well. You know, every youngster makes mistakes. Um, I thought I thought he played really well. And I, I remember being at the game where, do you remember when the lights went off? And Frank scored. Um, I'm trying to remember. it was a penny, weren't it? He scored a penny. I want to say, was it Crystal Palace? I can't remember. It happened a lot, didn't we? It happened a lot, yeah. quite re- it happened a lot. <laughs> in, in quite a, <laughs> it happened quite a bit when we weren't doing very well as well. I think we were, were we losing at the time or something like that. Quite possibly, but yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I remember that time. I remember, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I was like, oh it was just such a crazy atmosphere at the time. Just as he scored as well, oh. and I used to love Frank. Uh, and when you, when I saw the video of um, him getting slated by the fan, I was like, "What are you doing? 
Yeah. Not just in front of him. It's like, I know Okabeo the other day had a, didn't have the best game for against West uh, against Man United and Cup. You don't go slating him. You, you help him, nurture him. It's his first ever game. Uh, I don't know what I'd be like if I played my first ever game. At, at Old Trafford against your old against your old club as well. I think yeah. you know people forget. You know it's 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 a huge thing for him, and you know, and uh, I think other Beko, yeah, it was yeah. And again, it's one of these things where it's all about perspective. I think Simon Jordan made a really good point about him saying, you know, yeah. if he'd started and got sixty minutes, no one would have batted an eyelid. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, but I know, yeah, Frank, I know what you mean. It's one of those things. It was unfortunate, but you know, we've had we've interviewed like lots of ex-players, and and they'd all pick Frank in their team because he would just work so hard on the training field. He yeah. knew that the fact that his dad <laughs> and his uncle, and he knows that, and his and his uncle and his and both of them, his dad particularly, knew that was the case. So so he trained twice as hard as everyone else. So he was there on his own merit, and it must have been hard for him. I know, he's, I know, you know the way he left and stuff like that, and you know he's yeah. vilified because of that. But it must have been hard, you know. It must have been hard for him, you know, having people assume he's only there because of his dad and his uncle. Um, and to be fair, he was there on his own right, and and they knew that. So, uh, yeah. All right, we'll put Frank Junior in. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of hope Frank comes back as manager one day, just to like really. Yeah, I, I, I want him to come around, turn it all around, and then, you know, be part of the West Ham family again. You know, I, I didn't like the fact that Harry and Bonzi had that heated argument and not resolved it. So I kind of want yeah. them to bring it all to a close. And, you know, same with Frank. I want him to come back, you know, after this era of Moyes and come be our manager and, you know, show us the passion that we, we kind of missed in the later years that he had. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Why not? I mean, yeah, I mean I guess that, but yeah. Stranger things have happened at sea, Ray, but you never know, man. You never know. As I said, uh yeah. I mean I think I, I you know, again, someone like Frank, I think the whole Chelsea thing, he was hard done by with Chelsea. I think mm. he was always gonna be in there for eighteen months. Yeah. I don't think Abramovich ever saw him as the manager. He was almost like a caretaker manager. Yeah. He couldn't get anyone decent, decent, no disrespect, but he couldn't get any big name to come in who wouldn't, who couldn't spend any money. Yeah. Um, so he was always going to be a hiding to nothing, I think. But, you know, he, he did a good job. And, you know, and, and again, you know, you say, you know, is that, it's not what people say about him. He, and I know the fact that he had to invest in sort of the youth, so to speak, but that's a real West Ham thing. Isn't exactly. It? Getting the kids yeah. in and playing with the kids. I'm going to get vilified for that as well. But, you know, everything's subjective now. You know, it's like, you know, you know, you look at people, you know, hated Pyatt and then everyone loves him now because of the time he gave us. And, you know, you know, we'll see. We'll have him. He can be the backroom staff of Paul Ince and Jermaine Defoe. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I love Defoe. Like, Defoe's not my, t- my squad, but... Um... I love Defoe. I really, I really liked him. And yeah, no, I think I did. I mean, he was probably I almost. Mean, no- I, don't know. I think he's really? agent that fucked him over. To be honest, yeah, so. and I think, but he's come out and apologised about that, hasn't he? Really, and yeah. I think he he was on most the most natural striker we've had since Tony Cotty. Um, and again, you know, he's still doing the still doing it for Rangers. You know what I mean? So with Steven Gerrard, who we all hated because of two thousand six. So you know, we hate everyone at the moment. We still hate everyone. <laughs> So we get and what we'll do, we'll get and then we'll get Big Sam to be director of football. This is working out perfectly, Ray. I think. Well, um, <laughs> I'm out with Big Sam. I'm out with Big Sam. Sorry, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Uh, Dragons Den style. Right. Okay. Let's put Frank in. Um, who's next, then, Ray? Who's next, man? Um. So let's go, Joe Cole on the right wing. I've put him on the right wing. Joey Cole. Um. Where's Joe Cole? And where is Joe yeah. Cole? There he is. There he is. Joe Cole. Is. Yeah. I absolutely loved, adored him. You know, I remember seeing him um, on TV doing like clips when he was youngster and just grabbing the ball, turn and spin. Yeah. Um, in a way. Um, like, I remember the um, the guy who was interviewing going, wow, that was amazing. Did you, just, did you, did you guys not just, this is actually perfect. To the point, and like ever since there again, Mourinho screwed him over. Like I don't care what anyone says, 
even Joe Cole says, no, Mourinho taught me all this. Mourinho screwed him over. He had the best natural talent I've ever seen in a West Ham shirt. And, you know, the back in the day, which were some of my favourite shirts were the big, big shirts that used to yeah. look like a tent on him. Um, they, did, they, did. they never fitted him properly, did they? They were like, you know, I, I like those shirts. I love yeah. I kind of need them more now because uh, that's what I mean. It's like in hindsight, I could have bought a few more then, to be honest, and uh, I've been all right. Now it's yeah. like now now double XL is not a double XL. It's, it's it isn't. I'm sorry, um, it isn't. But yeah, they he looked so they, they just dwarfed him, didn't they? Those shirts. Yeah, yeah. So I I again I used to love Joe Cole, and um, I, I was I was kind of lucky because I used to work at Time and Romford when I was like. A bar suit, yeah, time and envy. God, I, I live in church. There we go, yeah. And uh, we have all the West Ham players come in, and then mm. like we, we had like the VIP bar. So I was go- I went onto the VIP bar, and just, I asked this guy to move out of the way because I didn't recognize him. And then the barman was like, Right, that's Joe Cole. I looked, so I was like, that's not Joe Cole. I looked, it, it was when he bleached his hair. Oh, um, no. And I didn't want to be a, too much of a fanboy, but I was, I was like, what? Yeah. Um, I think yeah. you've got to be when you've seen Joe Cole or any of those, you know, when, when you've met your, your, your idols and, you know, as you said, I mean, but they, they, they knew it was going to happen. I mean, they're going to very time and envy in Romford. They ain't gone to like, you know, string, and not string fellas, but they ain't gone to like, you know, kind <laughs> of whites or whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, and so, it's, you know, what they sort of, what they expect, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think he was, I think, and actually I was listening to a, one of these podcasts as with Tom Davis uh, the other day and, and he was talking about himself as a footballer and he says, you know, and he basically said that he was a, he was a street footballer. That's what he was. He was always a street footballer. And on that basis, the time he was most a street footballer was at West Ham. So it yeah. must have been his best time. You know, hopefully we'll get, we're getting Joe on soon, hopefully, um, probably next month. And so it's one of the questions I want to ask him about that. Because I just think it's it's it'd be interesting to see. I know he'll play the, the party line and say, oh, you know, Mourinho, da, 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 but come on, Joe. Yeah. You know, you love the time at West Ham better. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was brilliant, running. And I mean, you know, and also the pressure of the lad. You know, we knew about him as fans from about 12, 13 onwards. You know, it's like fucking hell, you know, it's not even a teenager and he's got that pressure on him. Yeah. Um, that must have played on his mind as well. But we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, Ray, one day. We'll find out. But okay, Joe, Joey's in. So we've got Frank, we've got Frank, we've got Joey on the on the right. Who's going to go? Are you going to go one on the, on yeah. the left now? Yeah, go on. We go on the left. And um, I've put, because, you know, this guy, only stayed with one season, but he had the best season ever, Tevez, after it. And when oh, he scored, God. and when he yeah. scored, he jumped into the crowd. Oh, mate, I was just so, so happy then. And, like, it was just so buzzing. Oh, can't believe it. It was, ah, it was the best time ever. And yeah. Yeah, he went on, so it's like, Brahma, but I don't think Brahma would be able to jump into an empty crowd right now. But like, it got to the point where he's got a score, he's got a score, he's got a score. Yeah. And then it, you just see the relief that comes off the player when he does score, jumps into the crowd, and like, oh, yeah. Tell it, tell it. I'm exactly the same with you in terms of Brahma. You know, it, it, there's a lot of parallels there with Tevez in that, you know, and actually I think Brahma's a little bit up the level so to speak because i mean tevez when he came in i remember when he first started he was he, he was pretty shit you know he was like he was trying he was everywhere wasn't he? he was just like a headless chicken just yeah. running around a bit like ben rama started he was doing tr- all the tricks and stuff in like the penalty box it wasn't working and then curves went look just stay up front we'll kick the ball to you and then you'll do your stuff. And you were right. He sort of, he was hitting the bar i remember him the goalkeeper for the other team would always have an absolute worldie against him and she said, when that goal came in, just a relief. And we've had like, um, who'd been, I think it might have been Anton. I think it was Anton Ferdinand said that, you know, talking to Carlos after that game, that's when he knew what being a West Ham fan was all about. Yeah. It sounds really like, it's really emotional, but that, that's, that was the game. And then he became this legend. legend. Yeah, absolute legend. Considering, as you said, considering he, he only was there for a season, the, the effect he had on the team, on the fan base, was, you know, and, and himself. I think, you know, he was saying, um, there was an interview a few months ago saying the only team he'd go back to Europe for would be West Ham. Yeah. I'd be like, 
sure you know you've you've played for juventus you, you've won trophies at city and united but no you want to go back to chad well, it would be chad away if it'd be rush green now um, <laughs> you know he'll turn yeah. up thinking what's going on here <laughs> where's the toll gate uh no you know you're not there now you're not chad away now mate. You're, you're rush green he's like yeah, yeah but yeah but i know to wait, wait i didn't know the mo from getting there from the moby dick pub no it's all right don't worry all right <laughs> <laughs> what's this golf course what's this moby golf oh, do you know no one's going to care about this unless they know romford and hall church area exactly, yeah. yeah but yeah no he was it was, was great wasn't he carlos and the, the whole oh, thing yeah. around him signing and it was just a, a, a crazy time at west ham crazy time um i think it was his i think it was just his work rate that really yeah i loved it I, yeah I, I you can see that there's a player there and it's just like it, as you said, he, he grabbed the ball like halfway and just try and do everything. And he was just, just he was trying. Uh, uh, you know, West Ham fans do love a trier, don't they? God loves a trier, and West Ham fans do love a trier. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're totally right. We do. And there's just something, yeah, it was something special about him, wasn't he? And, you know, talking to a lot of players, ex-players about, you know, what was it like as a player? You know, you turn up to Shadow Eve and these two like Argentinian internationals turn up and they were like, just football, isn't it? It's just yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, what do you expect? It's like, oh yeah, very true. Well, that was probably the first. I remember getting like loads of like. I remember like the my my boss. I was in the office and and it came up on the ticker that they'd signed and he was like slapping me on the back, going, "Well done, Russ." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I, I was clearly integral to the negotiations. It was me, Kia, and uh, Scott Duxbury, all three of us in a room, and I, I got it all sorted. But uh, yeah, no, he was a top, top guy, Tevez. Some great stories about him and, and how he tried to integrate with the players and stuff. But uh, didn't, didn't 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 learn the language. He never never learned the language. He 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 um he always had a uh, interpreter with him. There we go. Interesting story now. Uh, right, okay, so we've got uh, Coley, Lampard, Tevez. Uh, I think there's one more spot. There's one Striker. More spot. Striker. Yeah, Striker. It, was a, it, was, it was a tough call, but there was this one player that took it for me, and his finishing was unreal. And I, I, I'm, I was gutted for him when he got injured at England. And, you know, I was just – he had so much potential to be – Alan Shearer for West Ham. But if you're having a guess, Dean Ashton. Yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right, right in terms of him, man. You're totally uh, right. He was... It was just, finished that he did that I just didn't understand he, how he got to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he'd done an overhead kick and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think he was one of those players who just like, you're right, he was just, I don't know how, you know, firstly, how he ended up being at West Ham. Because yeah. he was that good, you know. No disrespect to West Ham at the time, he was that good. He could have easily walked into another team. Um, we took a chance at him, and you're right. He was just like the most. I still think he's the most complete striker or most complete forward I've seen at West Ham ever. He could do yeah. it all. The man could do it all. You know, the he, he was tall enough to hold it up. You know, he was basically Sebastian Haller and Antonio rolled into one. The best bits of both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he had a bit of a turn of pace as well, didn't he, to get past people. Um, but yeah, it was just a typical typical West Ham thing, isn't it? You know, we, we want them to get do well and to get into Euro, into the England team. They do, and he gets crocked by arguably the smallest player ever to play for England. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? It was Sean White Phillips, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I still can't watch and if, if he comes on telly, I can't watch it. It's really yeah. weird. I have to. I, I can't watch anything with Sean White Phillips on. It's just really bizarre. I just, I, I, it's an, irish, an irrational hatred of the man. And you know, he was. He wasn't doing it deliberately or anything like that. It was just, uh, yeah. It was. It was a shame. It was nice of him to come back for the Mark Noble testimonial and yeah. to score that goal, just to show he's still in his locker and to show his family yeah. still did it. No, I, I love Dean Ashton. I thought he was um, a phenomenal player and what he could have been. What could have been? You know what I mean? Happens yeah. a lot of West End, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. what could have been him and him and Bellamy? You know, they could have been a fantastic striking force together. Oh, sad times. I know. We get so close, but just like our bubbles, they fade and die. Just like our dreams, they do fade and die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, look, that's 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 the team. That that's the team. That's that's not a bad squad. 
look at that. That'll be first first of match of the day. Uh, yeah, that's 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 strong, man. That's strong. That's not even an expensive team, is it? Really, most of that is our youth, right? That's what I mean. Most of them come through the youth, um, you know. And we've got uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. We've got seven England internationals. If we if we count Ashton, um, yeah. you know, you know, obviously Martin, Alvin, you know, Rio, Glenn, Carrick, Declan, Joe Cole, Lampard. We've got Ashton. We've got obviously Tevez, Julian. Yeah. You know, should have been an England international, and then Ludo. God bless Ludo. God God bless. Yeah. So he brought back the, uh, the sc- I got criticized Ray for not doing this, doing the team sheet thing on the pitch thing. No. So I brought it back just to shut everyone up or anything. <laughs> All right. There we go. Ray, man, it's been lovely chatting to you, buddy. I really yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Thoroughly Thank enjoyed it. Thank you so much, man. And obviously thanks everyone for watching or listening. Um, whether you're listening on like, YouTube or Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever, whatever it is, give it a like, give it a share. And from myself and from Ray, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get your jabs. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very. Come on, you irons. We'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.